Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This episode sponsored by our friends at The Wellness Company. Head over to TWC Health slash Dobbs to get your med kit. A med kit with all the essential pharmaceuticals, you know, the ones the mainstream media and Marxist left don't want you to have, like ivermectin, z amoxicillin, and much more. Be prepared for when the next plague hits by heading over to TWC.Health slash Dobbs and enter promo code Dobbs at checkout to save 15% off your entire order. Hello, everybody. I'm Lou Dobbs. Welcome to the Great America Saturday Show. Good of you to be with us. And Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin testifying on Capitol Hill this week, taking a lot of flack for his dereliction of duty when he didn't tell the president of the United States that he has cancer and not telling the president that he was rushed to the hospital until days after the incident. Congressman Matt Gates asked the secretary why he should get away with that and if he will reinstate those service members who were discharged for far less for not taking the vaccine. Take a listen to Austin's arrogance. You didn't tell the president that you had cancer, that you were being treated for cancer, or that the treatment for that cancer had gone wrong because you saw it as personal and medical. And I think a lot of us have empathy for you in that regard. But now that you see how personal medical decisions are. Will you call for the re-recruitment, restoration of full rank and back pay for the 8,600 service members who were vax mandated out of the military? Uh, No, I won't. So on March 4th, 2021, you authored a memo. It was entitled Message to the Force. And in that memo, you said that there would be clear and swift accountability for anyone who didn't meet the highest standards of the Department of Defense. Now, however this worked out, we all acknowledge that what you did here didn't meet the highest standards, right? You made a mistake. I admit it to you. Yeah, okay, so we got that. So then the question is, what becomes the the clear and swift accountability? Now, you're not going to be discharged, right? No? That's right. Okay, you're you're not going to be suspended. You're not going to be demoted and you're not going to have your pay cut. None of those things are going to happen to you, right? That's right. So no reinstatement for those service members while Austin keeps his job. I get it. Another Biden regime member derelict in his duties has recently impeached DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. A new poll from Harvard-Harris reveals 62% of Americans now support the impeachment of Mayorkas. It seems like everyone in the Biden regime could be impeached. Our first guest today is Peter Navarro. He's former special assistant to President Trump. And Peter, it's great to have you with us on The Great America Show. Joe Biden completed his annual physical this past week, and the White House doctor says he's in tip-top shape. We all know that's not true, and Joe Biden knows it's not true. President Trump says Biden knows he's losing, which is why he's thrown indictment after indictment at him. 
What are your thoughts on this gross weaponization of our federal government? I think the boss was right. As soon as uh, they started uh, throwing all those indictments, the gloves had to come off. No. This is weaponization um, of our justice system. I'm like the canary in the coal mine. Um, I could go to be in prison right. a couple of weeks for what, doing my duty, the Constitution in my country, and being in prison for a crime that never was a crime. I'm li- literally the first person in history... First senior White House advisor ever charged with this, and it's the same kind of thing that they're doing with Trump. These these novel, twisted, tortured applications of inapplicable laws that try to deny Americans the opportunity to be able to choose their next president. It's um, I never thought we'd get to this, Lou. Never thought we'd get to this, but we are here, and we have to acknowledge that, and we have to do what we must do. And I think of those 1,200 Americans who have been uh, uh, sent to the gulag, the D.C. gulag, uh, some without with three years without a trial date, without a trial. Yeah. Uh, you uh, and Steve Bannon, uh, the charges that are brought, this is absolutely, unequivocally, nothing more than simple uh, just persecution Without cause, without law, and no one is stopping it. No one is stopping what's happened to those 1,200 folks in the gulag. We are watching this country with one illegitimate president uh, just tearing up the Constitution and law. Well, it's going to be up to the higher courts now. I mean, the the best case scenario, Lou, uh, my case will be what it should be, which is a landmark case involving the constitutional separation of powers and the role that since George Washington has uh, executive privilege has played in promoting effective presidential decision making. And right now, my case is about how Congress, the Democrat controlled Congress, assaulted the separation of powers in a way where they abused their subpoena power. And look, if if I'm able to win at the higher level and what they call settle a good law on this, then it'll all have been worth it. Even if uh, I have to go to prison uh, for, for some months while it plays out. But uh, that's what this is about. For them to sentence you to prison, to, to bring the charges to begin with, yeah. uh, to over, overthrow the concept of presidential privilege, executive privilege, uh, it's outrageous. And I'm telling you this, uh, I, I care deeply about you as a person, your good you, friend. Man. We've worked together over the years. And I have to say, I, I don't know how you keep your equanimity because I'm outraged to the point, I, I and mean, it's so frustrated as are most Americans because we can't do a damn thing to offset what is obvious political persecution and corruption in the Department of Justice of the United States. Look, um, whenever I try to think about any kind of pity party for myself, they say, yeah, you know, four months, you're going to put me in prison. They want to put Donald Trump in for 700 years. Okay. And, And I just take strength from the way he has been able to handle four different criminal court cases coming at him. And then the theft of his property in New York by by a rogue judge. And yeah, look. Look, Lou, 
may the men and women in this country go over to places like Afghanistan and Iraq and God knows where who risk their lives. I mean, look, I, I'm not that I'm not brave like those folks are. So I'm willing to stand up for what's right. And if prison is in the cards, so be it. But I know, Lou, in my heart, I'm standing up for principle here. Well, and uh, we all respect you immensely for what you're doing. And, uh, but that does not for one moment lessen uh, the, uh, the outrage of the American public at this Justice Department, this president, uh, and this FBI. Uh, for what they have done uh, to you. You're now sentenced. Uh, the president, as you say, facing uh, 700 years uh, on the basis of uh, what, uh, four indictments and uh, uh, ancillary charges. We're in a, a place right now. Yeah. You're, you're a scholar, you're uh, as well as a presidential assistant, and uh, we are at a place that has never been dreamed of in this country. And we have people walking around uh, here who are as outraged as I am, uh, many of them uh, more so, I suppose. But we're right now, we seem to be in the minority in this country. Well, I'm glad you said that, Lou, because it's not the American people who are outraged in my situation or Donald Trump's situation. We're, we're a... 50-50 country right now um, and the radical Democrats, I think you coined the term years back um, get the hate mail, the social media bullshit and all that, all that crap they, they love seeing folks like me and Donald Trump in prison, they want that and they don't understand that the bigger issue here is that if, if the justice system can be weaponized in such a way is to put people like me and Donald Trump in prison. What happens when the other party gets control of that? See, that's what you don't want to do. And that's what I'm fighting for. I'm fighting for the de-weaponization of our justice system so that what we can have is the rule of law, which the Democrats purport to support, but which they regularly trample on. Well, as you, as you put it that way, when you when you look at uh, this moment in history, there is no way to accommodate the other side, the the, the Democrat Party. And now I yeah. updated the uh, the uh, the uh, lingo. So, I mean, they're Marxists. I mean, they really are Marxists, and they prove they proved it time and time again in the persecutions that they've carried out, the corruption that they stand for, and and the Constitution they violate with impunity. Yeah. And so I I wonder when we're going to accept the reality that the Democrat, what was the Democrat Party, yeah. is now the Marxist-led Democrat Party, and Democrats right now equal Marxism. And with this weaponization you're talking about, yeah. I don't see anything other than to say they have declared us the enemy, and therefore they are the enemy of the, of the people. Let me uh, try, I want to refine this a little bit. They, they are Marxists, I think, in an economic sense. But to me, they're more like Stalin, Stalinists and the Chinese Communist Party with respect to how they're weaponized the criminal justice system. And uh, one of the biggest surprises and shocks to me, Lou, um, is by the time my case got to the jury, the judge had stripped me of every single defense my my 
guilty verdict was a foregone conclusion by the time the case was able to be allowed before the jury. And that's, something's wrong. As my lawyer loves to say, that can't be the law. That should not be the law. But that's what a court in Russia or communist China, that's the way those courts run. So let's assume that there is an opportunity here uh, to that there will be an intervention. And I have to hope and pray that there is uh, in your case and in Donald Trump's case. uh, That intervention can only come from one place now, and that is the Supreme Court. Uh, As I understand it, when we come back after this quick break, we're going to be talking about the prospects of intervention uh, and the possibilities that this country can can be righted. Uh, certainly it will be with Donald it's Trump. It's certainly been wrong. Yeah. It, it's sickening and, it, and it's uh, disgusting to all of us. Folks, thanks for being with us. We're uh, going to take a quick commercial break. We'd like you to stay with us because we're going to be right back with Peter Navarro, great American and a deeply wrong American. Stay with us. Folks, you know I beg everyone to get ready for the next crisis, and when it comes, our lives will likely change overnight, whether it's natural disaster, war, or another disease. We have to be ready as we can be. We saw what happened in 2020 when we found ourselves dependent on global supply chains. We're still dependent on China and other countries for more than 90% of all our pharmaceuticals. With clusters of respiratory illnesses popping up around the world and here, We need to be prepared, and now is the time to make certain you have what your family needs when the next crisis hits. Our good friends Dr. Peter McCullough and Dr. Drew Pinsky over at The Wellness Company have put together just what you and I need with The Wellness Company's Medical Emergency Kit. And now The Wellness Company's Medical Kit provides a solution critical to you and your loved ones. This emergency kit includes eight life-saving medications including amoxicillin, z and ivermectin for you to keep on hand along with a guidebook for safe use. From tick bites to biochemical events, every medical scenario is covered. Be prepared for whatever comes next. Go to twc.health slash Dobbs and grab your medical emergency kit right now. Go to twc.health slash Dobbs now. That's twc.health slash Dobbs. Put in promo code Dobbs and save 15% at checkout. Take control of your health today with the Wellness Company's Medical Emergency Kit. Prepare today. Be ready tomorrow. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana. Where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. 
We're back talking with Peter Navarro and former President uh, Trump's uh, former uh, former President Donald Trump and former presidential assistant Peter Navarro. Uh, we were talking about intervention here by the Supreme Court, by some authority, some leader, uh, or in something that would uh, bring this to a, a righteous conclusion. You can't write the wrong that's been done to you, but it could, at least we would hope and pray uh, in the, the punishment, because that's what this has been on the part of the lab. Yeah. Well, the way this process will work in my case, Louis, I was... Um, convicted in the uh, D.C. District Court. Um, just yesterday, um, I filed an appeal, um, not on the case itself, but on the refusal of the judge to release me uh, pending appeal in, in, in almost any kind of circumstances like the one I'm in. The judge, um, as the judge in Steve Bann's case did, released, would release right. pending appeal, okay? Just as <laughs> in normal cases, instead of me being taken down by five armed FBI agents, putting leg irons for the arrest, they would have simply called me up and say, hey, report to the court, okay? <laughs> but the point is simply that uh, I filed the appeal on Friday, yesterday, um, and... Uh, we'll see what happens, and then. But but we've also uh, filed a notice of appeal to the appeals court. And the issue, just so people are clear about this, going back to George Washington, George Washington made it clear that he didn't want Congress meddling in the executive branch, and he promised not to meddle in the legislative branch. Right, and there therein was born this notion of executive privilege and the need for the constitutional separation of powers. And, and it's been zealously defended by the Supreme Court, by the Department of Justice itself. For the last 50 years, there's been a doctrine. I am, I'm what's called the alter ego of the president as a senior advisor. Right? I'm just like the president when it comes to subpoenas coming from Congress. I cannot be compelled to testify. And so that's going to be the central issue. And then there's there's additional issues like what does a, an invocation of executive privilege look like, things like that. Um, there are other issues involved, and it'll go up the chain, and we'll see what happens. But if there's, there's no law on this, Lou, think about this. There's no good law on this because it's never happened to anybody before, okay? <laughs> this sounds very similar to Yeah, this is Trump's what they call a case of first impressions. So we want to settle good law on this. And the same thing with President Trump. I mean, he, he's he's going to these different jurisdictions, but I'm telling you, Lou, and one of the things I was going to give my speech about today to get to the stage, he's getting late in the day, but um, was how the courts in these different jurisdictions, these blue state jurisdictions, are stripping away his ability to defend himself based on certain things. Oh, absolutely. And that's what they do. It's lawfare, Lou. It is lawfare. It's, it's, it lawfare is. is partisan warfare by other means. 
means. And I, my, and I ask you again, when are we going to, as Republicans, conservatives, moderates, and independents in this country, insist that we have our Constitution honored yeah. and understand that those, and you're talking about lawfare, to a, it is entirely from the left, the Marxist left. It's inculcated in law schools, a yeah. hundred law schools with Marxist programs. Uh, and without any reservation, I say we have to take them on as an enemy of the state. Uh, there is no way that you can accommodate or compromise against evil. And that's where we are, in my opinion. And I think the American people maybe, just maybe, understand that better than the leaders of the Republican Party. More, more and more and more. Lou, the most important thing between now and November 5th is to mobilize the vote to get Donald Trump back in the White House. Uh, his speech today, he was very quite clear about that. Uh, in 2016, uh, we said at the time and as on the campaign that this was the most important election uh, in a very long time. And that was true at the time. But what Donald right. Trump said today is, although that was true, this one is is light years more important. And we got to win it. If yeah. we win it, then uh, Donald Trump can go about the business of de-weaponizing our justice system along with fixing the economy, fixing the border, fixing our foreign policy situation so that we're not going to be bombed tomorrow by North Korea or China or Russia or Iran or cyber attack or whatever it is. All the things that Lou Dobbs has been talking about going on for two decades now. You were warning, you were, you were there warning, Lou, on CNN about those threats. And one of the worst parts about this whole thing, Lou, what the Democrats are doing is they are distracting us from the big issues that we've got to deal with as a country. And that's the border. That's the existential threat from rogues like China and Russia, Korea, North Korea and, and Iran. And, um, it's it's um, it's a tragedy, but we we, we got to win, win baby, just win baby. Al Davis, as you say, and uh, from your lips to God's ears, uh, the president today saying straight up and and straight out that he has to win in order to. Yeah. to it's our last chance, Lou. And this is our last chance. Make no this, mistake about it. And he's exactly correct. Each of us who believes that is correct. Yeah. And there is an attitude within the Republican Party, I believe, right now that there is. There's, uh, is it a malaise? Is it an indifference uh, to, or, or simply a fear of consequences that is causing the Republican leaders to step back? They're, they're on their heels. Uh, some of the American people are, are as fearful because, as they say, if this can happen to Peter Navarro and to President Donald Trump, what in the world chance do we have yeah, against exactly. these, uh, exactly. these inquisitors? Exactly. Look, Lou, as far as I'm concerned, we don't have a Republican Party. We have uh, a schism between the ascendant Trump Republicans who believe in an end to endless wars, secure borders and fair trade. And the rhino Wall Street corporatists going back to you know the days of Romney and Bush uh, who worship at the altar of offshoring our jobs who love to send our men and women uh, off in uniform to lose their arms, legs, and possibly lives, and who love those open borders for the cheap labor. And, and MAGA, make America great again. That's the iron triangle of MAGA. Secure borders and end endless wars, 
fair trade. And that's what Donald Trump stands for, along with a whole lot of other good stuff. You know, obviously you're right. When I when I think about the president's speech today and, and his appearance here, you as you're putting together and executing his trade uh, policies and goals uh, and successfully, people could not comprehend, at least in the national left-wing corporatist media, that this is the man who is doing what the IMF should have been talking about, yeah. what the United Nations should have been talking about, what the Treasury Secretaries, for, uh, for at least six administrations should have been talking about, and that is a an international trade system that requires balance uh, to be sustained and to continue to work. And he's the only one that was talking about it. He is the only one who was doing anything about it. And he was reviled in the business press and in Wall on Wall Street, the Chamber of Commerce, of course. And he was right, and he's been proved right time and time again on a host of nearly every policy issue that I can think of. And, and we took uh, incoming every step of the way. And when I was in the White House, I remember Murdoch's Wall Street Journal, their lead editorial twice, Lou. I was a subject of their lead editorial. I was going to bring the economy into recession because I supported, oh my God, tariffs. And those tariffs... They're our best defense against unfair trade, and they work. And Donald Trump had the courage and vision and foresight to put those in. And he told a beautiful story, too, about Mexico today, where the mere threat of terror secured our border in 24 hours. Um, that was a beautiful thing, too. And I, w- I was there to watch that happen, and it was a joyous thing. Well, it's a, it's a joy to see you. Uh, God bless you, and let's hope for the very, very best. And we'll be praying for you and for this country, because this is a wrong that is you know, that we're all going to bear in some fashion. And uh, we'll hope for intervention, uh, whether that is is an article of faith for those of us who believe in God or whether it is a Supreme Court that comes to its senses and reaches down into a corrupt, corrupt Department of Justice and end this now. And and Lou, I'm so glad that that you have... um, walked away from from Fox and created something even stronger and more powerful and I think ultimately more enjoyable um, and purposeful here. You've really done a great job with the podcast, the Lindell TV, and uh, everything you're doing, man. So you're keep doing what you're doing, man. Good to see you. Thanks. All right, Good brother. Good to see you, Peter. All right, God man. bless you. Yes, sir. Thank you. God bless you. Peter Navarro, you're a great American, and thanks for being with us. The American people are praying for you. If you would like to help Peter in his fight to stay out of prison, you can go to givesendgo.com slash Navarro. That's givesendgo.com slash Navarro, N-A-V-A-R-R-O. Peter appreciates any and all of your help. Coming up next, the president of Judicial Watch, Tom Fitton, one of the leading government watchdog groups in America. Stay with us. We're coming right back. Lou Dobbs here. I'm delighted to let you all know that the program Lou Dobbs Tonight has returned to the air. That's right. Lou Dobbs Tonight is back. We're live each and every weeknight at 7 p.m. Eastern and 6 p.m. Central on rumble.com slash Lou Dobbs. That's rumble.com slash Lou Dobbs. I hope you'll be joining us for Lou Dobbs tonight as our fight to save this country has only 
begun. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back and thanks for staying with us. Joining us now, Tom Fenton, president of Judicial Watch. And Tom, it's great to have you with us. Let's begin with the contrast between Joe Biden and Donald Trump. You have President Trump out giving two-hour-long speeches off teleprompter, and then you have Joe Biden who can't walk up a flight of stairs. What do you make of it all? Yeah, it's a it's a marked contrast uh, in terms of their cognitive abilities. Uh, and you know, and I'm and this is not a political statement. This is the reality, and that's the challenge that Biden has politically. You know, uh, because the secret is that. You know, President Trump is is is, you know, 77, uh, but he doesn't sound like someone who's lost a step. No. And that's simply not true for Joe Biden. I'm being charitable there. I think he has evidence of sick, significant cognitive challenges. And, you know, as I said in his speech, Garland can't have it both ways. He can't accept hers uh, special counsel report that says that Biden's memory is so bad that, you know, no jury would ever convict him and continue with him, you know, with no objection to being president. Yeah, I think and I think you're exactly right. The, that her report is, I think, pivotal because it it makes official, if you will, his impairments uh, and comes very close to bringing in uh, his also his compromise, uh, a compromise position, which is with, of course, the, the communist Chinese. Uh, we're, we're looking at, you know, going there for just a moment right, to the Penn Biden Center, where all of those documents that were stolen at some point by someone, if not Biden, who? But the reality is that the logs, the visitor logs for the, the center, for some reason, somehow, were deleted from 2017 to 2021. And those are suspicious dates, don't you think? You know, if Trump had similar issues, that would launch, that would have, that, that circumstance would have launched congressional hearings and you know, three days straight of MSNBC commentary. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but you have all these accidents happen that are nerd to the benefit of President Biden and uh, the media yawns. And, you know, obviously the big news this week is that, uh, you know, Hunter's supposed to come in and testify to the House. I, I expect we'll be underwhelmed. Uh, and I'm frustrated it took so long for it to happen, but I guess better late than never. Uh, better late than never. And, I, and he also 
had a remarkable quote for everybody that uh, saying, I guess speaking of himself in the third person, he said, Hunter Biden uh, remaining uh, off, uh, <laughs> remaining sober uh, will be a, an act in support of uh, democracy. I'm paraphrasing, but I, I mean, the arrogance of the comment and the stupidity of it are, are a wonderful combination, a, a combination we've seen at work before in things, Biden. But I, I mean, that's the kind of arrogance and stupidity that we're, we're dealing with here. Uh, well, we're dealing with, you are, uh, and also the investigating committees of the U.S. Congress. I mean, some of it is just so ignorant uh, and yeah. obvious. I mean, think of the mirror. What's the mirror of that? The mirror of that is when he wasn't sober, he was creating corruption problems for Joe Biden. Yes, that's exactly the inverse corollary. <laughs> and and it, it doesn't. And it raises to... the question whether he's still sober. I, you know. Uh, you know, look, and and one can have sympathy for that challenge that Hunter has, right? But still be kind of cynical that he's overcome the challenge. And uh, and secondly, it's no excuse for the whole Biden family operation, of which Hunter was only a cog in the end. It all relied on Joe to get it done. Uh, that was essentially a transnational racketeering operation. It's true. It is absolutely true. And and as you suggest, we, none of us here is talking about uh, we're not in any way mocking his addiction, but we are mocking uh, the phony nonsense that has been spun up around his addiction and the clear destructive uh, force that's been unleashed, as it always is. And those addicted, uh, in this case, destroying perhaps a presidency, because we wouldn't know anything about this if it weren't for that that uh, Russian disinformation laptop. Uh, it was awfully good of the Russians to drop that by, wasn't it, Tom? Yeah. And uh, well, you know, and that's an example of, you know, the sort of recklessness, recklessness and decision making associated with with folks who are like Hunter, you know, leaving things like his laptop behind at that computer store. I mean, that's something probably he wouldn't have done if he had his wits about him. Right. But, uh, you know, even when he was addicted, even when he was, you know, in in the thrall of whatever he was dealing with, he was able to function in terms of doing business and he was doing business. And so let's not pretend that you get a get out of jail free card uh, because you're addicted while you're committed criminal acts. Usually that's that's a reason to make. Uh, um, you know, to pursue significant uh, prosecutions for you and increase the penalties, not the other way around. And it, and it is interesting that just about everything gets inverted with Hunter Biden and the Bidens. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's like the dog biting, uh, commander biting uh, agents, I think more than 20 of them, uh, at least 24 times. And still, the, the Biden family had this arrogance to suggest that they not suggest they they demanded that the uh, the special agents of the Secret Service be chewed on by their dog. It's a, just a it's a wonderful benefit and perk of serving the Biden family in the White House. I, the, the the disgusting nature of these people uh, is overwhelming.
whether it be their crimes and corruption, whether it be the way they treat those who uh, who should demand respect, including the Secret Service, it just goes on and on. Yeah, I mean, we uncovered that whole dog scandal, um, you know, and we got details that showed they were lying about it. And then they got the second dog. We got a tip that dog was out of control. Still, that second dog. We uncovered it in July. New lawsuit results in new documents in the last week coming out to the public. And, you know, I'm reminded of, you know, like some of these mafiosos walking down the street and it's the godfather. He's got this vicious dog who's attacking everyone and no one says anything because he's the godfather. And the Secret Service, those poor agents, you know, in the more recent productions, one of those agents was taken down by the dog. I mean, these were not nips. Not that that's acceptable. These were vicious attacks by the dog. Sometimes when the dog was supposedly under the custody and control of Mr. or Mrs. Biden. Unacceptable. Unacceptable. You know, I happen to wonder what would have happened if in self-defense one of those agents had drawn his or her weapon and, and killed the dog. Straight up. Well, that's what the agents were worried about, too, because they thought it was going to lead to something like that. And they'd be within their rights to do it. Absolutely. Absolutely. We're talking with Tom Fenton, president of Judicial Watch. We're coming right back with much more. Stay with us. Folks, you know, I beg everyone to get ready for the next crisis. And when it comes, our lives will likely change overnight, whether it's natural disaster, war or another disease. We have to be ready as we can be. We saw what happened in 2020 when we found ourselves dependent on global supply chains. We're still dependent on China and other countries for more than 90% of all our pharmaceuticals. With clusters of respiratory illnesses popping up around the world and here, we need to be prepared. And now is the time to make certain you have what your family needs when the next crisis hits. Our good friends, Dr. Peter McCullough and Dr. Drew Pinsky over at the Wellness Company have put together just what you and I need with the Wellness Company's medical emergency kit. And now the Wellness Company's medical kit provides a solution critical to you and your loved ones. This emergency kit includes eight life-saving medications, including amoxicillin, z and ivermectin for you to keep on hand, along with a guidebook for safe use. From tick bites to biochemical events, every medical scenario is covered. Be prepared for whatever comes next. Go to twc.health slash Dobbs and grab your medical emergency kit right now. Go to twc.health slash Dobbs now. That's twc.health slash Dobbs. Put in promo code Dobbs and save 15% at checkout. Take control of your health today with the Wellness Company's Medical Emergency Kit. Prepare today. Be ready tomorrow. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. Like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on AutoTrader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? 
Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader. We're back down with Judicial Watch's Tom Fitton. Tom, I, I can't imagine why or how these leaders in the House of Representatives can justify appropriating money uh, for those departments, those agencies, frankly, the entire government uh, that is persecuting Donald Trump, that is keeping 1,200 American citizens uh, in, in prison. Uh, they have been rolled. Hundreds of Americans remain in prison. Those January 6 prisoners of uh, the left uh, some of them have not yet had a trial date set, let alone, uh, uh, you know, been freed. Uh, it, it just goes on and on. And what is happening with President Trump is absolutely despicable. And yet, how could Mike Johnson have any hesitation in saying we're shutting down the federal government until our border is secured, until there is effective interior enforcement of immigration laws, until uh, he stops with the nonsense with Ukraine, until he starts recognizing and respecting the rights of Americans instead of running a surveillance pol police state? Uh, in, to your point. Why in the world is there any lack of uh, uh, motivation? Well, to, to me, it's a leader. There's a leadership gap on these corruption issues. Uh, you know, Mike Johnson is as conservative as uh, we are on virtually every issue. Uh, but, you know, he sees his leadership role as something very different than I think Americans want from the speaker, which is, you know, he's trying to guide a divided caucus uh, to try to get to certain places. And my view is you provide the leadership, and if it's important, then you should demand, uh, you know, people follow you in this regard and, and push those who are on the outside of these issues, you know, the, the moderate left-wing Republicans, they need to get on board. I mean, our, our, our nation's at stake. We're not arguing over tax rates. Exactly. And but he is a bit of that, isn't he? Uh, he's more of a, a conservative and a, a fiscal uh, vein than uh, I think any other. Uh, he is also oblivious, it seems to me, to the politics of the thing. Here is Donald Trump right now as we are going into uh, you know Super Tuesday. He has he is now the I, I think officially the presumptive nominee of the Republican Party. There, I, there is no path forward period for uh, Nikki Haley, who has committed, I, I think, all sorts of suicides uh, in this bizarre uh, adventure of hers. I mean, even even the Koch uh, network, uh, Charles Koch is pulling back his money. From support of her, uh, he spent I don't know how much money, but almost eighty million just uh, for her her campaign alone. It's it is really amazing to me that then he says we're going to put that money that we've wasted on Haley. We're going to turn the rest of that money and more to support Rhino candidates in the Senate and the House. The arrogance, the the tone depthness of the man is uh, to me utterly amazing. Well, you know, I try to avoid the direct political, you know, back and forth there. Okay. Uh, I, I think we've I'll got. Fill the gap, Tom. 
I'll fill the <laughs> Yeah, that's right. I'll, I'll let you speak there. Um, I think the biggest issue as it relates to the election is the left trying to turn us into a one-party state. Mm-hmm. And I'm disappointed, Haley, and frankly, the other candidates didn't really express outrage at that more. Um, and it makes me think that maybe they semi-supported some of what was happening against Trump. But in the end, they're trying to jail the leading presidential candidate, seize his assets, seize, destroy his business, keep his name off the ballot. How is that any different than what a third world or Putin-like character would do? How is that any different? And, you know, just because you have a Republican Party doesn't mean you can't have a one-party state. And when you cow the other party into a state of diminitude, right, where they are refusing to uh, uh, oppose the major, the, the dominant party's abuse of power that scares the populace from participating in the system. You know, we've had authoritarian states for many, in many instances where you have more than one party, but the other parties are just, are, are, are neutered. Right. And as we look at the one party neutered and the other, uh, not particularly strong, there is one, there's just one force at work here. Without Donald J. Trump, the Republican Party does not have an agenda. They do not have leadership. They do not have a philosophy. Uh, and they don't have uh, an agenda. With Donald Trump, they have the man who shut down the cartels and shut down the border and stopped illegal immigration, reduced crimes and the flow of drugs and sex trafficking. And with and with Joe Biden, he threw the doors wide open, 2000 miles of border. He threw he, he just simply put it into the possession of the Mexican drug cartels. They own that border now and they are. You know, 100,000 Americans dying of fentanyl is collateral damage to the Biden policies. And and by the way, you'd have to rise much higher than that for it to be of even uh, any concern to them. Obviously, Uh, we are in a in a matchup that I can't imagine this country would uh, would accept anything but the leadership of Donald Trump. As we wrap up here, what what do you think? Well, you know, I think it's. the election's going to be close. Um, and, you know, the polls show that uh, uh, Trump is the favorite. And I'm just concerned about the lawlessness associated with the left's approach to political debates. And uh, we've got this corruption scandal here in Washington, D.C. Uh, that is the worst we've ever seen in American history, both with the targeting of Trump and the compromise of Biden by his own personal corruption. Uh, so, uh, you know, th- those are the challenges. and. Uh, you know, if those if those if we fail to meet and overcome those challenges, I, I fear for the future of the republic. And that's why, you know, Judicial Watch is so adamant on talking and focusing on this. Right. Well, and we thank you for all that you and Judicial Watch are doing. Uh, it's uh, this is without a question in my in my mind, in my opinion, this is the existential election uh, that we have been talking about for some years. Uh, this is a decision on November 5th as to whether or not we will retain this constitutional republic and where the country will go forward as a democracy. Tom Fenton, as always, we appreciate you being with us. Uh, you're welcome. Thank you. Thanks to Tom Fenton, and thank you, everybody, for being with us. Our guests here tomorrow on the Great America Sunday Show, cybersecurity expert Mike Benz. you want to hear every word he says. 
Please join us for that tomorrow and each and every weekday. And please join us for Lou Dobbs tonight, each and every weeknight on Rumble and Twitter and Frank Speech, 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 Central. And follow me on Twitter and True Social at Lou Dobbs. Thanks, everybody. God bless you, and may God bless America. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.